Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, y'all. It's my girl, Claudia Jordan, and we are back with TGIF. Happy Friday, y'all. We had to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip the hot tea because we've been sipping hot tea all week. Please welcome Al Reynolds, booted <laughs> and booty. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Got your little pockets. Oh, great. quad. This is our last day together. I'm so sad. Our special guest co-host of the week, Miss Quad. <laughs> yes, we're going to be sad. You've been really fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But can I just tell Al that he looks like he just came from the banquet? <laughs> you know, I'm a professional man. I still have to work. I'm not as well off as you and Claudia. <laughs> well, baby, listen, let me tell you something. Baby, I don't turn a coin down. Trust. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, so speaking of coins, this weekend, are y'all spent any coins? Y'all do anything fun this weekend? What, what y'all got going on? Quad, what you doing? You know what? I don't know what I'm doing this weekend, but I know that I'm going to be with a nice, handsome man. Oh, okay. Well, that's always fun. Get Ooh. some fun because we ain't getting none. <laughs> <laughs> Al, I'm about tired of sleeping with this damn cat every single night. Al, what you doing this weekend? Well, you know, Claudia, Grammys is here this weekend. So um, I will be at the Grammys doing the coverage for Fox Soul. I haven't gotten a carpet assignment yet, but I did get a media room assignment. So pretty excited about that. And plus all the parties this week. I was out with the very talented Portia Coleman from All American last night, who's a friend of Claudia's. Little sis we, right there. Yeah, she's like a triple threat. She can sing, she can dance, she can act. We had a really good time. We went to the Ted uh, Reed party. We went to Janelle Monae's um, listening party. And then I think we ended up uh, honoring the All Black Party, honoring all the Black women and their influence in hip hop. All right. Well, please tell Portia I said hello. She's fantastic. And uh, everyone uh, follow Portia Coleman. She's a sweetheart. And she's actually a young lady that I really respect because she kind of did it the right way. She mm -hmm. bring her mom and her auditions with her. She's never gotten arrogant. And she's just like a hardworking woman. She was on Jamie Foxx's show on Netflix as well. And she is a very, very talented Beautiful young lady, young sister. All right, Ms. Quad, have you been enjoying hanging out with us this week? Uh, uh, uh. I loved it. I loved it. I really hate that it's coming to an end. I'm like, okay, when is the next time I can come back? Because I've right. had so much fun <laughs> great conversations, stimulating conversations, very um, intriguing thoughts. So I, I love that. That's my type of talk. Well, you know, I stay in the comments and I did see a lot of people did love seeing you in this element and in this platform. So listen, this is not goodbye. It's so long. And as they say in Italy, chividiamo dopo means until we see each other again and I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't say to next time. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, are you drinking a drink right now? Anything uh, in that glass over there? Because you got on to me about that. So I'm like, well prepared. Let me just say this. Now, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth today, Alan Clark. <laughs> I got a little bit of uh, Casa Azul in this glass with vanilla okay. uh, cream soda, child. So y'all just pray for me today. Ooh, this is going to be one of them good chills. I love when people get saucy because that's when they spill it all. Al, what you drinking on today? Water. 
I'm hydrating. I got to hydrate before the weekend. Like, it's going to be a long weekend. So I'm doing water tonight. I approve because anyone that's hung out with Al Reynolds knows you have to be in good physical fitness shape. You have to have your electrolytes uh, all the way filled up because you're going to wear that ass out. He's not going to let the party go away at 2 o'clock. It's like, no. There's an after party. There's an after after party. There's an after 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 party. There's a breakfast. There's a and before you know, you know, I'm hung up with Al for 24 hours. So God, please drink your water. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why he has on all black right now because he did go to an all black affair last night. Right. So I was like, listen, I'm just gonna go ahead and make just it. Just go on and roll it on over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it is Friday, so let's get into these topics in honor of Black History Month. We are kicking off the show by highlighting a few black artists who have made history at the Grammys. Michael Jackson became the first artist to win eight Grammys in one night. Now, Beyonce made history when she became the youngest artist to win 20 Grammy Awards. Now, she was just 34 years old. Stevie Wonder is the only artist in Grammy history to win Album of the Year with three consecutive studio albums. And Ray Charles made history with the longest span of Album of the Year nominations over the course of, get this, y'all, 43 oh, wow. years. Oh, I think that deserves a toast. Mm-hmm. Cheers. <sighs> Wish I had some liquor right now. <laughs> you know, Black folks are really amazing and incredible. And, you know, I, I love that we sell our highlighting this during Black History Month. But this is something we, we Fox Soul, we will continue to highlight our achievements throughout the entire year because that is amazing. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good stuff, right? Y'all, what do y'all mm-hmm. think? Yeah. Good. Indeed. All right. Well, with that being said, let's get into some topics. Ooh. Speaking of Black history, we've been so engulfed in discussing the distracts between and beef between Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj that we have yet to discuss the success of their the two newly released tracks. Now, Megan's hiss hit the number one spot on U.S. Spotify with 1.6. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 1.64 million streams and Nikki's Bigfoot is currently pacing for the biggest solo female rap debut of 2024 on Spotify. I hate that it's over a beef. I really, really do. I wish it didn't have to be because of that, but putting the beef aside, what are your thoughts on the success of these songs? Kwa, what do you think? Both of them are winning. Both of them are winning. And like you said, unfortunately, it came through a banter. And I hope that they, at a later date, can kind of come together, have a great conversation and, you know, try to work through the muddy waters and kind of be cool again, because we did like when they worked together once before. But they're just both talented, hands down. Mm-hmm. Al, what are your thoughts? You know, I told you this reminds me of when I was coming through. Disc tracks were very popular, and I like the fact that this also is making rap, especially black female rap, exciting again. We like a good old beef. We like a good old back and forth. We like a good old barbs against whatever uh, Megan's fans. The are hotties. Called. The hotties. The hotties. We like a little struggle and a little back and forth. It, it, it like raises our blood pressure a little bit, and we get into that type of stuff. And I mean, I always will always love when I see black female rappers charting. We know that his would be number one on Billboard Top 100, so it's definitely successful. And like you said, Claudia, it's our solo act it's number one um solo act so shout out to megan for that and with nikki it's expected to break records it it debuted in the top 10 i don't know that it's going to come for the number one spot for megan but it's definitely still debuted in the top 10 so to me when i see black female artists stand up like this 
and stand up like this on black in black history month you gotta be excited so i'm gonna give them both a shout out a shout out to both megan and nikki great job well we gonna yeah. say something yeah i, I want to just tag on to that because i don't want to get anyone i don't want his message to be misconstrued we do love a good banter a good back and forward when it stays in the booth we don't right. want to yes. post type of thing okay so when it stays in the booth we're putting stamps on it so girls good job all right switching gears we have a new hollywood couple alerts oh who is this all right, social media has been buzzing ever since rapper Joey Badass and actress Soraya made it official. One person wrote, I want to, I want whatever he be doing to her done to me. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that gave me a chill just now. And another person wrote, I just know he talks her through it. Are y'all here for this new couple? Oh, I like how he lifted her up like that. I want someone to do that to me. Look at the dog. Oh, oh the dog Wait, is like, I want in. That's a threesome <laughs> with the dog right there. What you think? The I wanted to know where his hand was. Jeez, where was his hand? Um, you guys know how I feel about black love on this platform, and you know how I feel about young black love. So I, I'm really into this. I like the fact that they're both the same age. I like the fact that they share videos like this because it just makes the relationship feel real. And you guys, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I like the fact that Joy Badass loves him a black woman. And it ain't an Instagram thought. It ain't these airbrush beauties. He's got him an actress who's who has been in the game for a while. She looks like, you know, like us. She looks like a sister. I love that fact. And I know I'm shallow when it comes to this because we are all allowed to date who we want to date. But I like to see a successful black man with a successful black a woman and just loving up on each other because that's what that that whole little scene right there looked like to me i'm i'm here for it it's wow. better than these rent rent a dates that are be going around in hollywood i done told you who was renting dates the other day on the show the day before yesterday i done told y'all on wednesday show who be renting dates <laughs> you know they went from coast to coast, written dates, honey. Oh. Don't they? In the Midwest. Don't forget about the Midwest. Ooh, baby, down south in the Midwest where it's cold on the winter stage. Are <laughs> you here? Okay, so Quad's going to be the one today, Claudia. We were we were a mess the other day, Quad. <laughs> Weren't we? I, I'm, I'm going to put this down. I'm literally going <laughs> to away from the castle door. Step away from it. Okay. Quad, what do you think about this couple? Like, you know, I, I love it. I love that they're youthful. I love that they're not afraid to show their love. I hope that it's a solid relationship because we do know people will build you up just to tear you down. But I do love that uh, they're supporting one another. They're showing their love. And baby, that's all strong, man. A man that can just bitch. <laughs> bitch, bitch press. I bitch press my wife. That's what I bitch press my girlfriend. I like that. Little bitch pressing, baby. Me too. I need to be bench pressed this weekend. Ooh, go to the casino. Find me. Let me tell you, I live by the casino in Oklahoma. Uh -huh. That is MAGA territory. There is nobody that they uh, oh. they they out of shape. They they they've been sitting around all day, spreading their booties wide. And I did, yeah, I don't think anybody's strong there to lift me up like that. It's Security. <laughs> it is difficult in Oklahoma. You did say Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep looking at hell. <laughs> uh, my, my niece went to uh, Langston there for one year. Then I went to her apartment. I said, oh, baby, yeah, we got to. Uh, it's a lot of 
people that sit around all day and they just sit around all day. All right, coming up next, Kiki Palmer gets candid about her future in Hollywood and later Lil Scrappy's failed attempt at being petty. This was a kind of a little bit of shade attempt that kind of went left. Keep it locked, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Welcome back to TGIF. One day, you guys, for the best of episode, um, just Joyce, Justin, I need this to be done. If y'all can start recording, and I, I think Joyce mentioned it, record the conversations that happens during the break and put all those together in one shady episode. Uh, and I think uh, that would be our highest rated episode because it'd be going down and then- We had to bleep out names and stuff, wouldn't we? I'm saying we'll get our Emmy. <laughs> All right. It seems like Kiki Palmer is ready to chuck the deuces to Hollywood. Now, Kiki reveals in an interview with Teen Vogue, I think the timer has started. And she added, I think I haven't retired because I just haven't felt it yet. But the timer, I know that it's around the corner. That's sad because she's so young and I think she's still filled with so much she could be doing. Al, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts on this? Um, I think she needs to turn that timer off. You know, you're in Teen Vogue, number one, at 30. That That's amazing. So that should let you know that we're it, it, you don't need to go anywhere anytime soon. But I will say this, you know, Kiki Palmer has been in the business for a long time and she's been a child star. And we talked about the effects of the industry on these these young kids and the pressure and how it can lead to depression and addiction and how it can lead to to many 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 other things that just aren't that healthy and i think that may be the phase that she's rotating into especially after this split with her boyfriend and all of that media around around that incident i think it's taking a toll on her but i will say this kiki palmer Take as much time as you need if you need it, if it's for mental health or if it's just to get yourself back together. Um, however, I think she's one of those actors or actress or people in the business that can do that and come back and will still love her the same. That's my opinion. So I don't think she needs to be worried about, you know, losing rotation. She's so talented. And plus, I want her to be an EGOT. You know, she has the Emmy. She definitely has the ability to to get an Oscar over the next couple of years, as well as a Tony and a Grammy. She's that type of talented. So I really don't want her to go anywhere anytime soon. All right, Kwai, what are your thoughts? I got a whole entire attitude about it. I got a big attitude about it. First of all, she's massively, massively talented, okay? There's so many things that she can do and has shown us and proven to us that she has the chops to do it. This girl is great in the talk space. She's an amazing singer, actress. There's nothing that Kiki cannot do. In fact, she can't do any wrong in my book. Let me just say that. Secondly, I heard I'll refer to uh, what, what happened uh, a few months back or in 2023 <clears throat> with that crazy ass baby daddy. Al, that is yes. even more of the reason that she should go hard. 
That is even more of the reason why she should continue to stretch herself and show her range and that she belongs in entertainment. That situation will not define her. And I'm taking it quite mm -hmm. seriously. This woman mm -hmm. is everything from the top of her head, the crown of her, of, her, of her head to the sole of her feet. Kiki Palmer is absolutely amazing. Kiki, I'm going to plead with you and say, please, baby, do not retire. There's so much more that you have to show us and that you have to give and offer to the world. Listen, who's going to take it? The girl is only 30 right now, right? She's in her 30s or just 30. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, baby, uh, there are so many roles that she can still take. And she looks uberly young. So I just want to encourage her to stay the course. You're absolutely right where you need to be. And just keep continuing. Continue to bless us with your presence in film and talk and anything else you want to do. And the girl is funny, too. I mm -hmm. mean, have you seen some of her skits on social? Baby, mm -hmm. listen. That's my girl. I think, I think this is really sad. And I uh, I 100% believe it is because of the recent scandal. Because she's had a scandal-free career, her entire career, until she got with this dude. And then all of a sudden, it's scandal, scandal, scandal. She's not used to this. And I know people in the comments say, why do celebrities only react to the negative and they don't respond to all the positive things? I'm going to tell you why. It's human nature. You know, we and maybe you get to a point where you take the positive for granted. I'm trying to do a better job of, of acknowledging positive comments in my own comment section. But I will tell you, you can have a thousand people tell you you're great, you're funny, you're fantastic, you're talented. But it be those couple that say something negative. You know why? Because deep down, a lot of people have what they call survivor's remorse or they have imposter syndrome where they don't really feel that like they are qualified or that they deserve it. So the negative con those negative comments hit you like you already are kind of thinking it. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I'm not good enough. So yeah. that's why I just want to give y'all that are watching an insight into why maybe any of us on the panel, as well as a Kiki Palmer, may react differently to a negative comment because it hits a nerve. Most people in entertainment you think are arrogant. Mm, a lot of beginners are arrogant. But I think people have been around for a long time question whether they, they're worth it. They, do I deserve this? Comp you're constantly being compared to somebody else. And if you don't think that's not going to take a toll on someone just because they're richer than you or they appear to be happier than you, you are mm -hmm. in for a rude awakening. It is not true. Entertainers, a lot of times, are the most sensitive people about themselves that you'll ever meet. And I think, uh, you know, I'm glad you said that, Quad. I hope we can clip that and that can get to Kiki Palmer because we she probably hasn't heard, even though it's been said, she probably hasn't heard that as clearly she's probably hearing you you are you the problem with your baby daddy you're bitter you're this you're that and not the positive like it's hard to really hear that with all the other stuff kiki please keep your head up i i, I was on a panel with you at essence and you are the bomb like you are so beautiful and so cool and so fun you're a girl's girl you you're good at what you do and you're likable sure. You are likable. And people, there's a lot of people that feel like Quad and Al and myself that you are our girl and don't nobody better mess with no Kiki Palmer because we got your back. So please don't quit. Take a break, but don't quit. Please. Yeah, with the quad Squad to pull up, honey. Just tell us where we need to be. <laughs> and Kiki, if you do quit, I don't know how old Quad is, but this 50-year-old and a half will be trying to take your 30-year-old jobs and it ain't going to look right. And I'm probably going to fall, fall short. So we need you because the old birds, like myself, we're going to try to come on and swoop on in. So we need you in your spot. Don't Did go you nowhere. say old birds? Yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm embracing who I am. I'm embracing. Quad is going through something this week, baby. She, she just down and out this week. Bye, she needs some
the up. She an old bird swooming in. Yeah. You know, in denial, denying, like, I don't need this. I, I do. I do. I'm wasting all this smooth skin and oh, supple high breasts, just not even going any. <laughs> and nobody's my- is here. Oh, my stomach is hurting right now. <laughs> okay, let's move on. My boy Shaq recently shared his thoughts on the challenges of opening up to women. Shaq said, once you do, they're going to try to throw it back in your face. Miss Quad. Quad. Now, is this true? What do you think? Um, no, I don't think it's completely true. But, you know, of course, whomever he's dated and he's dated a, a plethora of women. So maybe a majority of those women were like that. I think women are to use their powers to encourage a man and build a man up. I don't think that every uh, woman is looking for something to kind of dagger a man with later. Now, on the opposite end, because I'm, I'm a female, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know good well. <laughs> I've had that happen to me where a person is just probing, 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 probing um, out of their own insecurities and trying to find a flaw in me. So later on, they can throw that up in my face, but I'm very tight lipped. And overall, I, 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 I'm pretty secure in who I am. And sometimes my confidence is being mistaken for arrogance. But then again, that's when you're dealing with a lot of low self-esteem people. <laughs> no, and, you're not arrogant at all, Claude. <laughs> Claude, I would never think Claude and Aries in the same top no, I would never. never think that. I mean, never. Al, do you think arrogance? Do you think quad? No, oh, I think that, almost demure and child. Bob. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a Bob. I said not with that blonde Bob. No, that's not arrogant at all. No. Al, what do you think oh, about that's this? Style. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the fact that Shaq said this because. You don't get many men like him with his status being so transparent and vulnerable. Like, come on, let's just call a spade a spade. He's one of the very few black macho men in entertainment industry that allows himself to be vulnerable. You know, he's allowed to speak into this space about his feelings and he's allowed to be emotional and he's funny. Shaq is a riot he is really funny so i'm glad he's had as a dude he's he has this dialogue because it's serious right and it's true to a certain extent and i think it could be kind of cool when someone like him introduces this narrative for women to just be a little bit more introspective right and 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 and, and think about what he's really saying here i think the real lean in here is that they women just need to be a little bit more sensitive to how um, throwing things or bringing things back up to men when they're being in a very emotional state, what that means exactly. And I think that's the conversation that we should have because men take it different. <clears throat> I watch these reality shows and Quad and Claudia, you guys, you guys throw knives. <laughs> when y'all talk, when y'all throw <laughs> knives, y'all, y'all flush people's bodies down. I don't know what you're ball. talking about. And I, and you know, it's very hard for you to do that to a man, right? And then recover. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's easier for a woman because you guys were like, oh, whatever. We had a moment, you know, I had to get that off my chest. I apologize. And you think it's okay. For men, they take that stuff really serious. And I think that's kind of what he's trying to say here without, you know, I agree. It could be taken the wrong way, but I think that's what he's just trying to say here. And I like it. 
Shame on any women that do this to a man that they're in a relationship with. I don't think this is right. Um, I don't think it's right if we sit there and beg for these men to be open with us and then they finally do and then you use that against them. I remember a man cried to me one time. I never shared who it was or what it was about. I just was so impressed that he felt comfortable enough to do that around me. And I forever will say, to me, that was one of the most masculine things a man could do was to let that go and to be like, I'm hurting about this. And what he was hurting about was valid. It wasn't like something stupid, like a video game. It was like something, some family hurt thing. And I, I thought that I, that always left an impact on me. But let me also say this. I don't think this is just a woman thing. This is just a human thing. And hear me out. Women can't even be honest about our sexual partners because men will throw that back into our faces. Mm. And we are so quick to label you're a whore, you're a this, you're a that. We can't even be honest with you about who we really are or what we even want sexually desire because it will be thrown to our face because we have to somehow have this false image of perfection and in a, in, 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 like a nun, but also be a freak. So I just think this is something that both people could stand to listen from. And I, I again, I'm not condoning women doing women don't do this. Because we can't have it both ways. We can't say, man, open up to us and then use that weaponized. Do not weaponize it. And people in general, stop doing that to each other because we're out here being fake because we can't really listen. If a guy asks you how many men you've been with, women, you got to say a single digit number that sounds <laughs> You got to say seven. Once you go into double digits, they think you're a whore. If you say three and you're 40, 50, you got to sit there and lie. You say, how many you say, Claudia? Seven. One potato, one potato. (laughs) Hey, um, nothing before you matter because I'm in love with you now. What's your number? (laughs) We're not even comfortable to say it. We can't say it. We cannot. We would never be able to because it's always going to be one too many for somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Shaq, thank you for your vulnerability. And we still want you to come here to Foxhole and sit in with us for a night. All right, coming up next, Lil Scrappy gets a taste of his own medicine and later find out what led to Kanye West's recent meltdown. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. I really want to get your take on this story. In reverse petty news, Lil Scrappy revealed that he slept with Amanda Seals after his ex-wife, Bambi, posted a photo of Amanda. Lil Scrappy said, shout out to somebody that I dated a long time ago that Bam just went and did an interview with and didn't even know it. Amanda Seals, Amanda Seals, she always stands up for women. But I wonder, did she tell Ban that she bleeped her ex-husband before? Well, little did he know, Miss Amanda Seals already had her bases covered. And she told Bambi that she used to bleep with Lil Scrappy during the interview and put it all on the table. What are your thoughts on this situation, this attempted pettiness got awry? Kwai, what do you think? This face. 
<laughs> this face. Scrapper, why the hell would you do that? That had no merit in anything. That that meant absolutely nothing. Like, why would you go and try to muddy Amanda's name like that? Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, this is what woman who is definitely woke, if I could say that, a woman who is definitely tied in, understanding political aspects of 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 of, of what's happening in our country. And for whatever reason, to try to hurt Bambi, you went and muddied up her name. And why are you why are you talking? Why are you talking about who you slept with? Like, I don't I don't understand that. That's something that I feel like men should never do. You know what I mean? Men should have some code where it's like, you know, my business is my business before I before I was with you. Whoever I slept with is, is my business. Why do you need to say that and to try to use someone to air someone else out? I don't I don't like that. I don't mm -hmm. like that. Al, I know you talk about these new age. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about this a lot, Quad, on the show about I got to get used to it too, Quad. Uh, these men, these 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 young dudes, men in the entertainment industry are are just telling their business way too much, or sharing their their black female business way too much, or just their business in general too much. They go into the internet when they really should be some type of I feel like man code that we used to follow, and we we just didn't do that to the women that we dated. Um, it's so interesting, though, because this is actually a very weird couple to me. Now, they both independently of production and put the picture back up. They're both independently attractive. But when I think of Amanda Seals, I think of a scholar. And when yeah. I think of Scrappy, when I think of Scrappy, I think of the opposite. <laughs> so I just, you know, right. I, and I like him. He's attractive. I'm telling you, but I just. I just don't see those two together, but I guess opposites attract because Amanda Seals is one of those women, one of those black females where she wears her brain on her sleeve. And that's just hot to me. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of figuring out what was the attraction and, and what did they actually talk about? I guess Atlanta. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? And guess what? Every guy that you date is not going to be the one. Every guy that you, every woman you date is not going to be the one. Sometimes yeah. they're just fun for the moment, or you was just going through something, or it was a rebound relationship, or you were just having fun. Maybe he's probably a good time. I will say this, Scrappy, I've worked with you before. I, I think you're a funny guy. Amanda, I've definitely worked with you before. I think you're a brilliant woman. I just hate that Amanda Seals caught a stray in the middle of Bambi and Scrappy's drama. That's all this is. Like mm. someone catching a stray. I don't think he was trying to hurt Amanda. I think he was trying to like kind of make Bambi feel away. Like, yeah, little did you know the woman you gave your story to, I especially they both said it happened a really long time ago. And um, shout out to Amanda for squat, like putting that out immediately. As soon as she said, she said, hey, just so you know, I used to F with Scrap. And then that took all the sting out of it. Cause the sting is when you don't know right. and you leave and you're like, that bitch was smiling up in my face and she knew all along. And and that was very smart and very uncode for Amanda Seals to just kind of put that aside and just, hey, before we get started, let me just let you know, now we can move forward and she don't feel have to feel guilty. How, we've probably all been in positions mm -hmm. where we're like, I should have just let it be known first and just get the elephant out of the room. Now we can proceed and have guilt-free talk. Well, then there's nothing else for someone to say. No one can hold anything over your head. Right. My question to Scrappy would be, what were you expecting to get out of this? Like, what was the end, end goal? What was probably that to, to hurt, um, hurt Bambi. Bambi, probably for Bambi. <laughs> yeah, to probably, that, you know, just, yeah. Which I hate when this kind of stuff happens, because, like, 
<sighs> do we have to like any kind of history we've had before we do this interview? Like, what if there's someone that we both like? Oh, before we start this week, let me just tell you, or let me just tell you, like that's uh, you know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. especially if it's irrelevant to now and it's so long ago. I just think now Amanda gets exposed for a body that she, maybe she clearly didn't want to put out there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's I don't I mean, like. I, I know. I, I would I, have never in life put Amanda with Scrappy. I, I would never either. Yeah. Every life I would have put those. <laughs> but let me let me ask you guys this question. I know we're gonna just a second here. Like, is it a turn off when you go date the guy, right? And you enter a room, say you're going out and it's an event, and you enter a room and like is it do you like the fact that he could have slept with like ten or or so women in that room? No. Or no? Well here's the we don't necessarily like it, but we do understand how men get around. So mm -hmm. that would be uh, we we have almost that's kind of normal in a sense where it's like okay, you know, going out somewhere that's someone in this room, a few people in this room, your man probably done had a date with, took out to dinner, maybe even slept right. with. Uh -huh. now, side of that, men two two conversations and tonight that we, we've had. Honestly, I have two conversations I've had this week, but uh -huh. me not stand it with knowing that there's another man in the room. That I agree. Close to his woman. They just, you guys just, nah, I agree. Y'all can't, y'all can't take it. Nah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like it at all. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't buy the, well, he's just a man. A man's going to be a man. Um, I, I like a little exclusivity on my men that I deal with as well, where everyone can't lay claim to it. I have a, a guy, a homie that he went through the whole crew, like he went through everybody. Yeah. And it's just, it's so embarrassing. Good looking man. And it's like, her too, her too, her too. And it's like, it's gross mm. now. Like it's not even, mm. Mm. You know what I mean? and it takes away from his looks because he's fine as hell, but it's just like, he's for the streets. Yeah. He's Audio, don't be talking against the streets now. <laughs> Gotta go to the streets next I know. week. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Beggars can't be choosing. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Call me. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, listen. I know soulmates like to travel to these exotic islands for some fun in the sun and chocolate brothers. Hey, where's this at? But the U.S. government just issued a travel advisory warning for American citizens who are thinking about traveling to Jamaica. No, I like Jamaica. The advisory states that violent crimes at an all-time high, such as home invasions, armed robbery, sexual assaults, and homicides. What are your thoughts on this story, Quad? Jamaica? Like, I thought we were <laughs> done with that when um, a certain person got arrested. I won't say their name, but they basically ran the whole entire island. So I thought that we were pretty good. I actually have been to Jamaica last year. I think I went to Jamaica maybe three times. and I felt pretty safe. Something has something different happened between the who got arrested. Give us a tea. Who Wait a minute, Quad. You, did you get you on that massage? That. Did you get on that massage raft, Quad? No, wait, wait, no, no, I did not. I did not. Well, I, did. I don't like why. Did not get on the You went down there three times, squad. Baby, I did not get the bamboo <laughs> hey, you're quad. No, 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 I was going over there one time with my cousins because it was their anniversary, and then a couple other times for some other things. Wow, but your voice got high. Well, shake it, shake no. it. Yeah. <laughs> real ridiculous and real petty, honey. Y'all are just mess. <laughs> <laughs> Now, who was arrested? Can you tell us? I'll tell you off air. Okay. 
What about a hint for the soulmates? A hint. Listen, they can they can go and Google this man. Really? Okay. All right, Al, what do you think about this bad press about Jamaica? What do you think? You know, I think it's really unfortunate because the U.S. tourism, the tourism from the U.S. that goes to Jamaica generates, it's the largest generator of their foreign exchange. So this is very concerning. Not only is it the largest, largest generator of foreign exchange, but Americans visiting Jamaica helps create has helped create over a half a million jobs for Jamaicans. And that's really huge because, you know, we're all down there. We're vacationing, we're having fun and we're supporting them. I, I, that's just, it's just, it's sad to me when America does this type of advisory alert, because we know the power that we have to other economies, especially a tourist economy like Jamaica. Now the flip side of that is America has a nerve because we have the France has a, has a travel advisory on us. The United Kingdom has a travel advisory on us. Australia and Canada and New Zealand have a travel advisory on us because we have hate crimes, violence, and sexual assault in the United States. So what are they actually doing? And, and, and I don't like the fact that at the end of the day, it's affecting the Jamaican economy and the Jamaicans, you know, just as a whole. And that's not cool. That's what I was going to address America with the have uh, all kinds of nonsense going on over here in this here country in these United States of America. Jamaica is fine. I was just there for New Year's. I was there uh, last July. I'm going again this August. I love me some Jamaica. Um, are there pockets of areas where there's increased crime? Absolutely. Are there entire cities in America that there's issues with and entire regions? Absolutely. So do we have to, first of all, America, we are number one in gun violence in the world, mm. in, in, the, in the world, y'all, in the entire world. We beat everybody. We, we're number one, y'all. We're number one. Um, so, like, please stop. You're actually getting a safer, a getaway going to Jamaica compared to some parts of America. And, uh, uh, yeah, again, there are places where there is uh, increased crime, but that's the entire world because, you know, there's been some issues with the economy in a lot of places. But I don't think Jamaica is any less dangerous than America. So I piggyback off your comment, Al, in 100% true. All right, coming up next, Kanye West goes off on a reporter. And later we have your Grammy predictions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the show. We're having a good old messy old time because Miss Quad is bringing all the mess this week. Uh -huh. Al and I are just sitting here clutching up pearls. <laughs> we never do this. She's like, I'm doing facts. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> all right, y'all. Kanye West is Kanye again after he was spotted snatching a reporter's phone. Here he go. Check out this clip from TMZ. Hey, Kanye. How you doing? It's good to see you. People want to know. It, it, Bianca is, has her free will. Some people are saying you're controlling her. Well, he answered that question. 
What are your thoughts on his actions? Were those control? Were those controlling actions or the? Listen, he proved the woman right in that very moment. Now, maybe he had a high stress morning. I'm not sure. Maybe something happened with his car. The transmission may be out. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if, if this person is coming to you and asking you a question, like some people are saying you're controlling and you take and you smash the camera, you're basically proving her point. I did not think that that was a good moment for Kanye at all. Okay, Al, what are your thoughts? Claudia, you know that where this happened is right in front of my house, right? Mm -hmm. Right in front of my apartment. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a fun fact I wanted to share. I don't know. I, I want to say that for me, these antics are just getting old. You know, you going out, you snatching phones, you beating people up, you slapping people because they are trying to take a picture, yada, yada, yada. I, I just don't think it's cool. And I think it's I think it's on purpose. Honestly, I think he does things like this because he know that we're going to talk about it here on TGIF. They're going to post it on TMZ. And 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 I just feel like I just want him to get back to a better space and just go make some music or something. Because all these antics to me is just taking away all the hard work that we remember him for in the music industry. But why do we have to why why does he have to go negative to get attention? We all still know that Kanye is a musical genius. So why mm -hmm. do we have to lean on something negative? Do we really does he really have to lean on anything negative? He doesn't. I think I he like has to lean. No, I think he sorry, Claudia. I think he just likes attention. So he's gonna take it however he can get it. And because he, you know, is bumping heads with the Kardashians, you know, it's coming across as very negative. It's coming across as manufactured, if you ask me. I would like Kanye West to manufacture a workout program and get back <laughs> in the gym. He's getting very wide and big hips, and I think he's making a big bet. And a big bat. Look at the back. You you are about to get canceled. You about to get blocked again. I get canceled every two weeks. I'll be I okay. You to get blocked again. <laughs> so Kanye, and then this is not a fat shaming, but if you listen, study show. You can you know you can use the gym to lower your stress levels, your anxiety. You know why don't you take out this hostility and this aggression? Getting your body in the best shape of of, of 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 your life. Working out. You look sloppy. You don't look like the celebrity that we you came on the game. You came into the game. You do. Your 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 booty is spreading. Your hips are spreading. You look negative. You're getting very bitchy. You're always aggravated and mad. You're snatching phones from women's hands now. Uh, yeah, Ozempic. Maybe. I mean, I got the plug on Ozempic. I got someone in Atlanta that can write your prescription. You don't even have to go to doctors. You just got to oh, give them that five. You can get Claudia, them slim on down. You can be as slim as Khloe Kardashian if you want to oh in four to six weeks. I'm telling you, y'all, you are miserable because you're not happy with yourself. You're acting like you're happy and you're in a good place. You're not. You miss Kim. You miss the lifestyle you used to have. You miss being able to fit into somewhat of a sample size. Now you're in the big and strong and fat and wide uh, space. This is not fat shaming everybody. I'm only fat shaming him because I don't like his antics. You grab a phone out of a woman's hands. You're wilding out. You have kids. They are looking at your behavior. I don't have kids, so I could be a jerk. And I just was. Go ahead, Claude. Well, I just want something to eat right now. We need a cup of coffee after that. I'm sick of it. I was like, that breed was one of those silent reads. She just came in and unloaded. I'm sick of him because it, it'd be one thing if we were talking about Blueface, someone that wasn't talented. We could be like, okay, you have to do antics, okay? Kanye actually raps on the beat and makes beats. And this is someone that actually has all the talent in the world and you're squandering. We have not reported on a song in a long time. 
The last song that I, yo, that song Easy, I love that song. You are a dope artist, but we never talk about that. We talk about you not taking a bath, like getting banned from Italy, having wide hips, and snatching phones out of girls' hands. We have not spoke about music in about two years. Has it come up in the tabloids that he has wide hips? <laughs> it's going to be there tomorrow. Production, can you put the picture up real quick? Ex I present to you Exhibit A. Production, okay. please put the picture up. I like Kanye, honey. I like no? Kanye. Can you put the picture up, Production? I mean, what do you think? I don't even recognize him. He yes. looks depressed. He looks depressed. I think he he's going through it. He looks a bit different. But listen, do we know the mental headspace that he is that he is in? Maybe we need to give some form of uh understanding or a courtesy there. Um we, we never know. Mental health is is a it's huge in our country. And because we don't see it as a uh it's not a cut, it's not a broken leg, you know, it's it's mm -hmm. not something that we can physically see. We sometimes kind of skirt over it. But maybe we need to just offer him grace and prayer. And a treadmill. <laughs> coming up next we have your grammy predictions see you soon i'm gonna put my prep page on private for a few days after this show. right we'll be right back. <laughs>Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TGIF and Kanye West. If you're watching, I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> my tough love. That's how I show love. Okay. In honor of the Grammy Awards taking place this Sunday, we're going to predict some of the winners in the various categories. Are y'all ready to get into these Grammy predictions? Y'all ready, y'all? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's cue the music. All right, let's cue the game show music. Let's get that going. All right, y'all, the first category is Best New Artist. And I want y'all to tell me who you predict will win the Grammy. The nominees are Gracie Abrams, Fred Again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, The War, and Treaty. Who do you think will win this? Let's go to you first, Al. Who gets the Grammy? Ah, and the winner is Ice Spice. Ice Spice, okay. She's been everywhere. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. You know, I think for me, I'm probably going to go with Coco Jones. She's getting a lot of buzz right now. Mm. I like Coco Jones as well. She's beautiful, and she's kind of been everywhere. She kind of came out of nowhere. I like her. All right, we'll see if we're right on Sunday. Uh, all right, next we have Best R&B Performance, and the nominees are Summer Too Hot by Chris Brown, Back to Love by Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley, I See You by Coco Jones, How Does It Make You Feel by Victoria Monet, Kill Bill by SZA. Who do you think will get this Grammy? Quad, let's start with you. I'm gonna say Chris Brown. Chris Brown, okay. Yeah. He's, listen, he's been saying consistent for many, 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 many years. Yeah. Al, what do you think? Yeah, I think I would I would say Chris Brown for, you know, experience, right? And been around for a long time. But I like SZA's Kill Bill. 
So for me, it would be SZA, Kill Bill. I think SZA should get it. I think Chris Brown also should get it, but I think they still are having a grudge against him. So I think it's probably gonna go to Coco Jones. That's what I think. All right. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have best R&B album. This is a big one. And the nominees are Girls Not Out by Babyface, What I Didn't Tell You, Deluxe by, once again, Coco Jones, Special Occasion by Emily King, Jaguar 2 by Victoria Monet, Clear 2, Soft Life EP by Summer Walker. Let's go to you, Al. The Grammy goes to you. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Clear 2, Soft Life EP by Summer Walker. Okay. Quad, who do you think? I got to go with Coco on this one. I do. I have to go with Coco on this one. I think so, too. I think she's being set up to have a really big night. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? You know how the, it, 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 the story of the night could be that? Right. I don't know. Well, she's nominated a lot, right? A lot. Yeah, she is. All right. How about the best rap album? And the nominees are Her Loss by Drake and 21 Savage, Michael by Killer Mike, Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin, King's Disease 3 by Nas, Utopia by Travis Scott. And the Grammy goes to who? Take it away, Quad. Who do you think? You know what? I really would want to say Killer Mike. The album was fire, I, but I, I'm having a challenge with that because I don't think that the masses know how amazing and how lyrical Killer Mike really is. So I would say and put my vote in for Killer Mike. However, I think it may go to Drake and T, uh, Drake and 30, uh, 21 Savage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Al, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. That, you know, Drake has done amazing rollouts. He continues to dominate. But if I if I ever vote for a rap album, it would always be anything from Nas. Mm, yeah, I love Nas too. But honestly, the the pro promo for it, I didn't even know we had a new album out. Right. Ooh. A lot of these albums, I, I wasn't even familiar with these albums. So I think if we're saying that we're someone in the culture here. I think it's going to go to the obvious one, Drake, and 21 right. Savage that has the most recognition. That's what I think, and they're going to hope that he's <laughs> there. All right, that was a lot of fun. Let's see if we are right, and we'll check back with y'all soulmates and see if we got it, and soulmates play along in the chat with you, with us. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> Please Al, don't get blocked again. Al, don't start <laughs> with me, Al. Let me focus on this teleprompter. King Harris is letting y'all know that he's the one that made the phrase standing on business go viral. Let's take a look at that claim. I ain't created, but I'm the one that got everybody saying it. When you ask who got the news saying it, who got ESPN saying it, who got football players saying it, who got kids saying it, who got everybody saying it, it's me. All right. Hey, I mean, he did make it popular. Do y'all agree? And what's something you plan to stand on business in 2024, Al, since you were laughing at me. Um, what do you think? Do you think it was him that made this phase popular? I mean, he made the, he made it trendy, right? It's trending because of him and the way he says it. But we know that the comedian Drewski is the one who really started this back in September. You know, so I get it. And, and, and it's so interesting to me that these young uh, quote influencers just will hijack a saying because they are trending for something over the course of maybe a month or so. 
But King Harris is just hilarious to me altogether. And, and maybe in the future, King, you'll be very fluent, influential, and, and people will be looking and, and waiting for you to create new sayings and, and follow your lead. But right now, son, <laughs> I don't think it's not so much. Okay, Clyde, what do you think? You know, I, I got to say, I, I didn't know anything about Drew, Drew, Drewski saying standing on business. I learned of it down to the to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, honey, when he was down to the game. And the people were <laughs> standing on business. And I was like, <laughs> now, I didn't like how it came across because, of course, it appeared that there was some challenges between his father and, 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 and King. And I didn't like that. Um, but I got to tell you, I got it from King. I did. I did. I have to, and I, this kills me to give props to the younger generation because I'm an old head. I love Drewski. I think it's funny, but I didn't know he said it either. So Al, thanks for that. I will say with the youngsters and the TikTok generation, which is definitely very influential, I do think he made it popular with them, but it wasn't, he didn't create it. He yeah. didn't create it. He definitely made it popular and it, 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 it trended because how he was saying it was so funny. I think King is actually pretty funny. Whether he means to be funny or not, he's just funny like how he says things, the way he looks when he says things, like his he's real expressive, then he got his teeth done. So it's like it's just everything he says is just be like it's it's entertaining. So I honestly think that uh he he made it popular. I'll give him that. All right, Chris okay. Uh Christian Rock's sister is calling out her over recent antics. And uh, let's just say she seems pretty much saying what we've all been thinking. Take a look. First of all, you sitting there riding that beach that you riding the that with your son on the internet. You, you, you crazy. You really is up. Yeah, it is really up, Priscilla. Period. Run back and tell her I said it. All right, do y'all agree? Let's not spend too much time on this book because obviously... Claudia, Claudia, it's, it's Black History Month. Do we have to talk about Krishan and her sister? <sighs> Seriously? No, we don't. Not the top of Black History Month, maybe. <laughs> Why do you have anything you want to say? I was just going to ask for closed captions. Okay, <laughs> we'll do that. And how about this? We're going to end on a high note. Miss Kwai, we had so much fun with you this week. What can our soulmates expect from you next? Because I know you bring in Black excellence. Well, thank you so much for having me. I do appreciate you all, my good family down at TGIF. But you guys got to go to Sass by Miss Quad. It's my new all-purpose seasoning blend, honey. It's good on everything, honey, everything. You might put it on your man. I don't know, child, what type of freaky stuff y'all into. But I'm just saying, <laughs> go right down to Sass by Miss Quad. I'm going to get some. All right, I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds, and Ms. Quad for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Street Flavor. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Quad, and thank you, Al. Fantastic job. Have a good weekend.